While the rest of us remain standing, let's pray. Yeah. I want us to pray as the teenagers lead us in the song they just finished. If you can stand up, I ask you to please stand on your feet. Yes, oh God, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Afternoon. I don't know how many dreams stay with me, Ernest. 
I don't know how many dreams you've chased. I don't know if they are a million or a thousand. Or maybe it's just one dream that took you away to the place where you thought you wanted to be. I want you in the few minutes that the Lord is going to be speaking to us to lift up a cry and say, Lord Jesus, I am here today. Since your mercy kept me and allowed me to come into your presence, I'm here today, oh God. I am here today. I am here today. Visit my life and bring me back. I've realized that all I needed is the love of Jesus Christ. Love so rich, so unfailing. Love so profound, so deep. The extent to which that love could go, no one can understand. The Bible says, Behold the kind of love with which the Father has loved us. I'm speaking to that heart that is in this place today that needs to return to Jesus. I'm speaking to that life that has been selling Jesus. Jesus is talking to you today. It is time for his mercy to break out onto you. Please pray for yourself. In the next few minutes, as the word of God will be coming, May the love of God that was demonstrated by his shedding of his blood on the cross bring you mercy, bring you joy, bring you salvation. Thank you, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God. Oh, yeah. I chased a million dreams. You can take your seat. presence today thank you O Lord in Jesus name we pray amen you can take your seat this morning it's going to be a short charge but I am glad that the teenagers have watered the ground for me. And therefore, do not be surprised when I start with you and I said, Sir, Ma, will you sell Jesus? Are you selling Jesus? Stop selling Jesus. The title of the charge I'm going to give you today is Selling Jesus, S-E-L-L-I-N-G. What the Lord laid upon my heart as we said, there is a need for a talk for us this morning. And I said, God, what shall we be talking about? He said, talk to us about selling Jesus. There are some hearts that are here in this place. And don't look to your left or to your right. You are here. I'm not speaking in parables. Please listen to me carefully. Where I'm coming from is something that is deep. And the question that God is asking you today is that how much 
will you sell him? When are you going to stop selling Jesus? You know, there was this king, Haziel, in 2 Kings chapter 8. When Elisha came to him, after he was instructed to institute him and anoint him as king, but at that moment, he was a servant unto Ben-Hadad, who was the current king that reigned in that place. But the Bible says when Elisha came unto him and he gave him the prophecy for which he came, he came asking because Ben-Hadad was sick. And he said, go and inquire of the man of God. Shall I leave? And when he gave him the message, the Bible says that Elisha looked at him. And I'm looking at you right now. And Elisha began to weep. And he was crying. And Hazel said, what is, what is the matter? My Lord, why do you weep? And Elisha said, because I know what you are going to become. I know what you are going to become. Even though God said, I will anoint you as king, I know how wickedly you are going to operate. And right there and then as he was sitting down there and he was wondering what was making the prophet cry, he said, I can see the wickedness with which you are going to do. He asked a question that baffled me. In 2 Kings chapter 8, so if you can run down to that place, you can quickly point it out. But because of my time, I'm just going to be mentioning them and be moving. He said, how is it possible that I cannot do this thing? It's not possible. How is it possible for me to do it? How, how, how? It cannot be. And you are sitting down here today, perhaps you are telling yourself, it is not possible. You are wondering, is it possible for me to sell Jesus? Say, what is this brother talking about? How can I? He said, look at how small I am. Who is me? The prophet still wept. And by the next day, the man that thought it was impossible had killed the king. The Bible says he went back home and he took a wet towel and put it over the face of the sick king and the man died in order that he might become king. If you think he was alone in it, that was the same problem and the trouble with which came upon Saul. When the people of Israel began to cry up and say, give us a king after the manner of other nations, the prophet Samuel was weeping. He was going to God and he was crying. He said, why are these people rebelling against me? And God said, why are you worrying yourself? It is not you they rejected. It is I. I am going to give them such a king. They will not understand it. And I was wondering, I said, how is this possible? Because the king that God appeared to give them was Saul. Is that not so? And when Saul first came, he even prophesied. So sister, brother, I am speaking to you today. I am not talking about your ability to prophesy. I am asking you a question from the throne of heaven. How much are you selling Jesus? How willing are you to sell Jesus? This is a glorious morning. A morning that brought up the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is asking you, if my love 
took me to that extent. What did I do that you are selling me? King Saul, the Bible even said that after he was, oil was poured upon his head. Sir, am I correct? Did Samuel, did Samuel pour oil on his head? Please listen carefully this morning. You are here. I'm not talking about somebody outside this place. You are here. You are selling Jesus. You are trading him off. The, children, the teenagers gave us a beautiful description of how many of us can sell Jesus. How many of you are familiar with the concept of opportunity cost and trade-offs? Who will be my economic advisor this morning? Who is the economist in this place? There's no economist in this place. Okay, there's one at the back. Yes. Praise God. When the weather is very muggy and dull and wet and chilly and cold, who is the trade-off? Jesus. Why didn't you, why didn't you see, say it was raining? Didn't you see that it was raining? Hallelujah. When the sun, sun for you. Can you allow me to use that type of English? Do you understand what that means? Yeah, when the sun shines brightly like yesterday. Why were you not in church? You say, how shall I waste this type of beautiful sun? When other people are out there in the woods having picnic. How many of you noticed that the town was full yesterday? Yes. Hallelujah. Are you selling Jesus? And I found out in the story of the scriptures, and we are going to be reading some quick scriptures together with you, starting from Matthew chapter 26. And from there, we are going to move to Mark 14, and we are going to move to Luke chapter 22. And if time permits, we will move to John chapter 18. It's the story of only one man. And we are going to be discussing him today. His name was Judas Iscariote. How much are you willing to sell Jesus? That is the question. So if you turn your Bible quickly with me to Matthew chapter 26 from verse 14, we find the story beginning there. He said, then one of the twelve whose name was Jesus, Judas Iscariot went to the chief priest. Hallelujah. You know when the brothers of Joseph wanted to sell him, who unto whom did they sell him? How many of you can tell me who they sold Joseph to first? Ishmaelite, an Ishmaelite. Are you with me? You can sit down here and say, no, I'm not actually trading him to a wicked person. I'm selling him to his cousin. Do you know the Ishmaelites were the cousins and relations of Joseph? So, you know, in their own thinking, they say, we don't want to be this wicked. Our wickedness is graded up to this point alone. And therefore, we'll take it only to this notch. We'll not sell him to wicked people that we don't know. We'll sell him to his cousins. But immediately, the Ishmaelite grabbed Joseph. Who did he sell him to? Egypt. Sister, brother, God is asking you today, where are you selling me? What are you trading me off for? Unto whom or unto what am I an opportunity cost? 
What is that thing with which that when you put Jesus and that thing or that one, Jesus becomes number two? I am not saying Jesus becomes number ten. You manage, you say, no, no, I will keep him at number two. Just in case this one doesn't work, I come back to him. Selling Jesus. The Bible says this man went to the chief priest. The people together with whom Jesus had been. The people unto whom he came. The people for whom he died. And he was going to die that moment. This is what he told them. And he said, what will you give me if I deliver Jesus unto you? You know, if you don't read the whole of this account in all these Gospels, you may, you may think somebody pressurized him. You may think somebody cajoled him and forced him to sell Jesus. But the Bible recorded here that he came of his own volition. And he says, sir, how much are you willing to pay me so that I will sleep with you? How much? Because no matter how you argue, and say, what do you think of me? Am I a harlot that you think you will pay me 50 euros? The problem is that the decision of whether you are a harlot or not has been settled. What is happening according to the story, that some of you have read it, is a haggling over the price. Whether you are kind of harlot three collects 1,000 per night, or the one that collects 20 euros per night, it's the same thing. Whether you sell Jesus on the internet, you know, you know we have various means of selling things now. Is that not so? You have mobile buying systems. You go on the internet, you buy things, and then you can go to the physical shop. Is that not so? Okay, so like sometimes if you lie down on your bed, if you are like the kind of sluggard we are talking about today, that only swings like the door from the left to the right, you cannot even stand up to go to the shop and buy your pizza. What do you do? You can take it as a convenience. Is that not so? You can just take your phone and just do domino pizza. Ting, ting, ting. And then somebody will just come, pee, 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 at your door in the next 10 minutes or 15 and present you a pizza. You could say that me, I'm not selling Jesus carelessly. My own is over the internet. When everybody is asleep and nobody is watching, I put on that pornographic scene. I am not going physically to that pro prostitute. I am not connecting my body with her physically. My own is while I'm sitting in my room over the internet. Excuse me, ma. Excuse me, sir. You are selling Jesus. The only question is how much? Are you selling him? How much? He said, how much are you willing to give to me that I might deliver Jesus unto you? And they paid him 30 pieces of silver. And the Bible says from that moment on, what happened? He started looking for the opportunity to sell him off. He started looking for the opportunity to sell Jesus off. And in fact, even after he came together, you know, he was still eating with him. I am not saying you have stopped coming to church. Oh. You are still coming here. This is why I said you are here. And I have warned you, don't look to the left or to the right. You are here. You are here. He comes to eat. He comes to dine. They sit together. In fact, at a point in time, on the day of the Passover, what did the master say? Can we check it out again? Let's look at the other account from Mark chapter 14. Let's look at it together. Holy Spirit, help us today. Help us today. 
help us today. Mark 14, verse 12. And on the first day of unleavened bread, when they killed the Passover, his disciples said unto him, Where will thou that we go and prepare that thou mayest eat the Passover? And then they prepared all things and they spoke and spoke and spoke. And then they gathered together. So if you come down with me, down, down, down to verse 17. And when it was evening, he came with the twelve. And as they were reclining at the table, eating, Jesus said. What did he say? What did he say? I tell you the truth. Am I telling you the truth this morning? You are here. You are here. You are here. I tell you the truth. One of you will betray me. One who is eating with me. Will you sell Jesus? Are you willing to sell him? Are you selling Jesus? One of you will betray me. And in fact, if you look at the other account in Luke and you look at the other account in John, the Bible says that if I even gave them a, a sign that they will know who it was. He said, the one unto whom I dip my bread and offer him, he is that one. In fact, when the disciples had it under the other accounts, the Bible said their hearts were grieved, like the way some of your faces are sad now. You are looking at me with sadness. And some of you that are sincere are asking yourself a question that, am I the one? I didn't come here to excite you. I could have come here to shout to you and say, praise God, Jesus is alive. And then we'll pump you up and send you out of this place to hell. But the master is saying, somebody is selling me here. And you have an opportunity today. What will you do about it? What will you do about it? How long will you continue to sell Jesus? How are they selling Jesus in other places? The same bed that you kneel down together with your wife and hold hands and pray. The day that she leaves for a conference, what happens on that same bed? What did Malachi said? He said, I have this against you. What do you do? Yes. Yes. You are defiling that bed. The covenant with which you had with the wife of your youth, you are making a mess of it. Jesus is saying, how are you selling me? He said, if you deny me, I will do what? I will not deny you. <laughs> I will deny it before my father, but I will remain faithful. That's why he's sending us today this kind of a message. Where are you? I beg of you with the mercies of God. Don't think this thing casual. You have been coming, you have been dining, you have been sitting. But should the trumpet sound ring now, you know that you are not going there. Don't be worried about your brother. So. Because that day you see everybody was concerned. Who is it? Who is it? I love Judas small. You know what he said? He said, Lord, am I the one? Did you read it like that in your Bible? He said, Lord, am I the one? Am I the one that, that, that he's got, the Bible says, Jesus answered him, he said, thou say it. Thou say it. I thought that was going to deter him. Please don't be stubborn. 
Do not be stubborn today. I am not here to make a mess of your life. All I'm offering you is that there is life in Jesus. This is why he died. NS, please jump to your keyboard. I'm about to round up. Please, don't walk out of this place if you don't have Jesus. Do not walk out of this place if you have been selling Jesus. This is the time without settling it with God. We are not here to play games. This is serious business. If it costs Jesus his life, it requires all from us. I know not why he loves me. I know not why he came. I know not why he sacrificed his life, but I am glad, I'm glad he did. You may not know why he came. You may not even know why he died. But I wish you would be glad today that he made that provision for you and make a use of it. Are you in this room as we rise up to our feet to pray? Are you one of the people that will go out of this place to be able to join me to sing, I now know why he loves me. I now know why you came. I now know why you sacrifice your life and I am glad I'm glad he did but before we can sing that part I want you to rise to your feet as we begin to pray today how are you selling Jesus how are you selling Jesus are you the kind of person that when they gather together you remember the day they brought him before Pilate Pilate says, I find nothing wrong with this man. I want to release him. What did the people say? We sell him. He even brought opportunity cost. Please don't close your eye yet. As you are standing, I am lifting up this call to you. He even brought opportunity cost. And says, sir, here is Barabbas. Here is Jesus. Whom shall I release unto you? And I hear some of you say, give me Barabbas. I don't want Jesus. I don't want Jesus. His son is too much. Give me Barabbas. Barabbas looks more like me. Give me Barabbas. The Bible says they handed him over to be crucified. They say, so what shall I do with the Jesus now? Because I brought two options to you. I want to release Jesus. You prevented me. What shall I do with him? He said, crucify him. Crucify him. How are you crucifying Jesus? Apostle Paul said that when you continue to repeat and continue to languish in the way of your old man, you are crucifying Jesus all over again. Today you are up, tomorrow you are down. Today you are down, tomorrow you are up. Every form of temptation that comes your way, you must fall. Who, what is it with you? What is it with you? Brethren, this is a time for you to cry to God. If you are serious about your life, this is the moment for you to cry to God. Judas, in one night, you remember after he sold him, even the 30 pence of silver, how much of it did he spend? 
nothing. He couldn't spend it. He poured it away and went and hung himself. Jesus doesn't want you to hang him yourself. He has died for you. He's not asking you to leave this place and be crying, oh, there is a way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Everyone that must come to the Father comes by me. There is no other name given up by heaven or earth by which men ought to be saved except the name of Jesus. And he's here today. I want you to pray for yourself and lift up a cry. How am I selling Jesus? How am I trading him off? For what am I making an excuse? How am I trading Jesus off? How am I selling him off in my life? Let the Lord reveal it unto you. I want to hear you pray. I know it's a difficult prayer. If you must pray it in your heart, pray it in your heart. But I'm praying for those lives that are in this place today that will say, no, Jesus, I'm not living here like that. Oh, yes, I'm glad he did. Oh, I am glad. I'm glad he did. Before I make my call, when Jesus resurrected from the dead, the Bible says they gathered the guards that were there. They said, this is how you are going to sell Jesus. We are giving you some money. Take some money. When they ask, what happened to Jesus? What should you tell them? That his disciples came and stole his body away. Maybe you didn't sell him off to be killed. Maybe you are not the one that sold him off like Judas to die. But you are one of the people that deny him. That's how you are selling him. They say, did Jesus resurrect? He say no. Did Jesus do this in your life? You say no. It is my ability, it's my power. It's my wisdom, it's my intellect. There is no difference between you and those guards that collected money to deny Jesus. But you see, I am glad this morning because Jesus is here and he has set an opening for you. Are you in this place? You don't have to go away destitute. I want you to be glad, oh yes, to be glad he did, oh I am glad, I'm glad he did. As we bow our hearts before Jesus, as we lift up a cry in his presence now, you know your heart, you know the condition of your heart. Judas knew what he was going to do. In fact, the master said, that which you are about to do, go and do it quickly. I thought he would cry and say, no, Jesus. I cannot betray my master. I cannot betray Jesus. The Bible says he walked out from that moment. And from that moment, a wicked, evil spirit entered into him. And he went away. And can you imagine how he betrayed Jesus with a kiss? Are you crying here this afternoon? Are you saying, Jesus, help me? There is a way. As we bow our hearts and close our eyes, if you are in this place and you are saying, I'm tired of trading Jesus off. I am tired of selling Jesus off. I want to make my way right with God. As all heads are bowed, all hearts praying to God, please don't look at me. I told you I didn't come here to do so. I am not here to do show for you. Don't look at me. If you are here and you know that this is for me, will you just lift up your hand to heaven 
and say, I am the one. God bless you, my sister. You can put it down. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. God bless you. If you lifted up your hand, just put it down. The heavens are seeing you. Look, brethren, I am serious today. I am, I am not ready for wasting people's time. If you are serious enough, because our time is out, I am not going to leave this place. I'm going to move to the side chapel. If you are one of myself and the pastor are going to be there. If, there, if you are one of the people that lifted your hand up and you are saying, no, I'm tired of selling Jesus. And you want to experience the newness of life. You will join us there. You will join us there. Can we thank God for the hands that went up? Can you join me to just praise God? Can you just join me to praise God? And if you are serious, if you are serious, I am begging you, please, don't take it lightly. There is nothing to be ashamed about. Jesus and the heavens are rejoicing already over your life. We are not going to leave this place today. We are going to step aside to the side chapel. And please, if you are here, join us. Hands, please join us over there when we move. Thank you, Lord. Can we just thank God? Oh, yeah. I now know why He loves me. Oh, yeah. I now know why He came. Oh, yeah. I now know why He sacrificed. Bye.